0: Hi everyone, this is Peter Vantine at First Love Ministries. I'm here again with Mark Fee, who's bringing us a wonderfully encouraging message today about value and belonging in the eyes of the Lord. This is the first of a multi-part message that Mark will be sharing with us over the next few weeks. So I hope you enjoy listening and that you're blessed. Here's Mark. Well, hello again,
1: and I'm just so glad that you're here to listen. And it's so much fun to share with you some of the wonderful things that the Lord has been showing me and working in my life. Today I want to begin with an experience that I think all of us have had at some point or another where, depending on what part of the country you're from, you might call it by a different title, but a garage sale, a tag sale, a yard sale. Maybe you've been to many, you've actually done some, but oftentimes what's out there on the lawn or on a table is our junk things that we no longer want things that we no longer value we try to put a price on them somebody shows up and we start to barter over the value of it one person's trash becomes another person's treasure but everything's driven the price is driven by the value that the person who is looking to purchase ultimately places on it that reality that We put value on things, we put value on people, we value them for whatever reason. It's not necessarily even logical, especially when we have something that's ours, when it belongs to us, we give it special value. But even the things that we have, we don't treasure them all the same, that we have many, many things that belong to us, that we own. But we don't all love them equally. We don't all value and treasure them equally. Well, in Deuteronomy 10, 14 and 15, the Lord says this, to me, your God, belong the heavens, the highest heavens, the earth and everything in it. Yet, yet I have set my affection on you. I chose you, and i love you now here the lord's reminding us that he created it all that it's his it belongs to him the heavens are mine the highest heavens are mine the earth is mine everything on the earth is mine but none of those things are my treasured possession none of those things are what i value most none of those things are what i have set my heart on my affection on my what i value and care about most He says, it's us. Yet I have set my affection on you. I chose you and I love you. Well, in the New Testament, Jesus gives us two parables that pick up that same theme of the lost sheep and the lost coin in Luke chapter 15, where again, you have a shepherd who has a hundred sheep and he loses one. And then the parable talks about all that he goes through to find it. And when he does, he's filled with joy and puts it on his shoulders and then gathers everybody together and says, please come rejoice and celebrate with me. For this lost sheep has been found. And similarly, this woman who loses a coin, she says, come rejoice with me. And in both cases, Jesus says, if you think that's an amazing response to having found something, he says, imagine the rejoicing that's going on in heaven. How much more is it over one sinner? that was lost, but now is found. And the thing about those parables that kind of blew me away is the fact that from my perspective, when I look at sheep, I think of a hundred sheep and one's lost. I'm thinking, well, you got 99 and probably half of them are pregnant. It's like, forget about it. Just get over it. Move on. Or perhaps even the woman, she's lost a coin, but well, you have a lot of others and I'm sure you'll get another, But in this case, some of the scholars think that this coin for the woman might have been some kind of wedding band that might have had multiple coins. And so it would have particular value to her that she would treasure that particular set of coins and to have lost one of them would be a big deal to her. Well, likewise with the shepherd. It doesn't matter how I see the sheep. It's how he sees the sheep. And he knows those sheep by name. Shepherds knew their sheep, knew them by name, knew each one of them. And in both cases, the shepherd and the woman value the object, value the sheep, value the coin because it's theirs, because there's a certain value, because it's theirs that they have set upon it. Even as the Father said, yet I have set my affection on you, that For whatever reason, there is an affection in their hearts. There is a love in their hearts. There is a value in their hearts for what belongs to them. And it's not just that it's one of the things that belong to them, but it has special value. It's treasured. Well, you think in Ephesians chapter 1, Paul says, He chose us before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as sons and daughters. And then comes this amazing line, in accordance with my will and my pleasure, the Lord would say. I decided to set my affection on you. I, in my own heart and soul, decided to value you, to choose you in love, to predestine you, to become mine. But then you become my child. And there's a love and value I have for you that you can't even imagine, and it's according to my will and my pleasure. See, there's something especially about our bodies and our children, ideally. We may not like what our bodies look like or how they're doing, but we care about every part of it working and functioning properly. And, and if some part of us is injured, we're going to make every effort to care for it, to make sure it gets healed because it's ours and it's the only one we have. We can't just go down to the store and pick up a new hand or a new foot or a new eye. It's ours and we're going to guard it and protect it and care for it and make sure it gets better because we're the only ones ultimately who will value it the way we will value it because it's ours. It belongs to us. And likewise with our children. There's something about our kids. We have five kids, Robin and I, and now they're... 30, 28, 26, 25, and 23 almost. (laughs) But when they were small, I used to think about the fact that there are thousands of children on the planet, millions of children on the planet, but there are only five who can call me daddy. And there are only five about whom I can say, my children, my sons, my daughters. It's because they have our blood in them, Robin and mine. They have our DNA. They have our image. They are of us. They are from us. And they belong to us like no other possession that we have. They have value to us in a way no one else would value them. And this is what the Lord wants to remind us of, that We are valued not because of how we see ourselves, not because of whether or not we think we are worthy to be loved. It's simply out of his own heart, out of his own will, out of his own pleasure. It's simply out of his own affection, his own choosing that he decided to say, you are my treasured possession. You are the one whom I value. You are the one who I treasure above all others. So I want you to hear it again. To me belong the heavens, even the highest heavens, the earth and everything in it. Yet I've set my affection on you. I've chosen you and I love you. See, before the creation of the world, I chose you. I chose you and I decided to adopt you as sons and daughters in accordance with my will And my pleasure. And I want you to hear him finally saying out of Matthew, where he tells us about one of those things on earth that belong to him the birds. And he says, Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet I, your heavenly Father, feed them. And then he asks us, How much more valuable to me are you than they? The birds belong to him. He provides for them. He protects them. He cares for them. In Matthew 10, 29 to 31, he says, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? He says, think about it. That's the value you've placed on one of my creatures. A sparrow's worth half a penny to you. But I'm telling you that not one of those sparrows falls to the ground apart from my knowing, apart from my will. He says, even the very hairs on your head are all numbered. But you are worth more than many sparrows, so do not be afraid. I remember asking him at one point, "Lord, why would you even use that illustration of hairs? Even the very hairs of your head are all numbered." I'm like, "What a crazy thing to say!" And then he said to me, "Imagine encyclopedias, one to ten, and there's it goes one, two, three, four, space, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and realizing that that space, that number." gave a book an identity and in that moment he says mark you're not a number you're a name so do not be afraid because you are worth so much more than sparrows or hair oh that our souls would take hold of take hold of accept receive own just let it overwhelm us with delight and joy that we are the ones on whom he has set his affection that he chose us that he loves us according to his will and pleasure and that he says if I take care of the birds and other things that belong to me how much more valuable to me are you than they so do not be afraid do not worry I love you I love you so much And it's just because I've chosen to do so. Your job is to just receive it.
0: Thank you, Lord. We are so thankful to bring these messages to you each week. I hope you are blessed today by this message. And we hope you'll consider partnering with us as we share God's message of love with others. We couldn't do any of this without you. And there are many ways you can join us on this journey. Today, I would just like to mention that you can subscribe to our email newsletter by visiting our website at firstlovedministries.org. And on any page you'll see in the right-hand column, there's a place where you can subscribe to our e-newsletter. Also, you'll see on that page that you can donate to this ministry. If the Lord leads you to partner with us in giving, then there's a place where you can do that right on our website. Again, thank you for taking the time to listen, and God bless your day.